This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. What's up, Internet? It's Bacon Sale. We're here to talk to you today about YouTube. What? <laughs> like button, like button, like button. Dislike, comment, like below. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, could you just speak like that for the rest of the, the whole show? show, Jacob? No problem, guys. I'm ready. What's up, bros? F. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. Uh, I, I'm Kent. And Jacob. Uh, man, it's, it's, it's a lot to take. Is it? It's a lot. Oh, it's sorry, like, guys. This is just gonna be me now. No. Is that cool? It's fine. <laughs> I this, love this show. Welcome to Cool Boy Podcast. <laughs> cool Boy Podcast. I really think I might overwhelm you guys if I started doing that. You're like, I'm stud. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to our Action Hero Bracket finale. Should we say we're sorry? No, I think I was amazed about how many people agreed with us mm-hmm. and how many people need to see John Wick on Clearplay. Uh, <laughs> and, and stop watching Jason Bourne. And how many people were mad about Chuck Norris not winning the whole thing? Well, but that's because they're patronizing again. Yeah, and speaking of patronizing, oh, huh? yeah, that was a good. I didn't even plan that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we like to give a shout out once again to our patrons who have uh, donated to help keep. Pa- I slurred that to our patrons. Yes, who uh, helped keep the lights on here at the Bacon Cave. We need our lights. If you, I was going to say, Patreon.com/slash Bacon Sale. If you go there, you can see all sorts of uh, extra perks that you get by supporting Bacon Sale, like uh, behind the scenes video reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- we're talking about releasing some messenger. unedited recordings of Bacon Sale. Yes. Uh, behind the scenes messenger conversations, uh, desktop backgrounds, uh, merch. Yeah, we need to get working on that. Yeah. A lot of fun like- stuff if you support, uh, support us at patreon.com slash bacon sale. But right now, let's give some shout outs, which is part of the deal of being a patron. So we're going to start off with YouTube voices. <laughs> Nick. Oh, actually, we're going to do that the whole yeah, time. Yeah. So starting off with Steve Hansen. Steve Hansen. What's up, Steve? Thanks, Hi, Steve. Steve. Steve's a great guy. He is a great guy. Lives right by me. Why are we all Casey Kasem? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we've ever seen a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not radio announcers. Who's next? Next up, guys, is Drew Kimball. Drew Kimball. What's up, Drew? I like to call him Dr. Drew Kimball. Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew Kimball. Kimball. Dr. Kimball's from The Fugitive. Dr. Drew is a TV doctor, right? Loveline. Yeah. That's what? Loveline. He's from Loveline. Did you ever listen to Loveline? Alicia Bass is our next <laughs> shout out. Uh, is it bass or is it bass? I say bass. I say bass. Ace of bass. Alicia, Alicia, Alicia Bass. Alicia Bass. Let us know how to pronounce your last name. Uh, Thanks, Alicia. No, the Bass Bass family is awesome. I saw them at Perpercon, and they were all wearing bacon cell shirts. <gasps> That's awesome. Yeah, there you go, guys. They are great. Okay. Next yeah. one. Uh, next, we have Adam and Rachel Crump. We have a duo here, Look the dynamic that. duo. A cute little picture there on their Patreon they do. bio. Look like a cute couple. Next up, Angela Hammond. Angela. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I was like harmonizing yeah. bro Angela. voices. Angela. Angela. That sounds like almost like a Tony from Who's the Boss. <laughs> and then we have Stephen Ross. Stephen, thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. Ross. Oh, so serious. And following that is Joshua Barton. Hey, Josh. Thanks, Josh. What's you up, Josh? Next up is Chris Anderson. Chris Anderson. <laughs> Chris, Chris Anderson. Anderson. Let's go, Chris almost. Anderson. Chris Anderson. <laughs> so much excitement. My voice isn't used to this. <laughs> no, thank you, Chris. And uh, cool, cool avatar there. I can't quite figure out what that is. He's looking it up. I'm looking at it closer. It's like a blue, blue it's, thing. It's um, a parrot or something. Sigourney Weaver from Avatar, actually. Oh, is it? Fun fact. Nice. No, it's not, but it should be. Fun facts. And then finally, we got uh, for, for this show, we're going to give a shout out to Nicole Yazzie. Nicole Yazzie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so weird here. DJ, you, DJ guys, Jacob on the mic. Have you guys turned off the show yet? Because yeah. <laughs> that's the well. challenge. <laughs> but yes, thank you to everyone who's uh, supporting us. We're going to uh, give these couple more shout outs as they come along. So thank you for uh, being patient with us. Uh, those that have already heard your shout out and just have to hear us do radio voices for these next. Yeah, we're sorry. We were we're going to start this. So speaking of radio voices and why we're being so cheesy, what are we talking about today, Jacob? Well, I did say it in the intro today. We're talking about YouTube channels. What's up, guys? We're talking about YouTube channels. Isn't it weird? When I think YouTube channels, I actually kind of think of like tackiness. Like I think of YouTube and I'm like, God, what? that's annoying. Like we're doing these voices and people are annoying on YouTube. But that's my entire work day. Well, here's the thing about YouTube. And it, back in... You just uh, act like this all day at work? Is no, that what no, you're no. Saying? I watch YouTube all day. Back on Bacon Sale episode 101, we did our documentary starter kit where we talked about if you weren't into documentaries, here's some documentaries to get you started. And we hope that you took advantage of that and maybe are watching more documentaries now and gotten into so. them. Yeah. But we wanted to do a YouTube starter kit because I found in conversing with people, because sometimes I do talk to people, I found that people think that YouTube is just for sharing the funny cat video or yeah. uh, a funny fail compilation or a ra- you know a music video and yeah there, fine compilations whatever but there is actually like people are leaving tv to watch youtube shows yes yep and the way i describe it to people and the way i'll probably describe it a couple times here on the show is youtube channels are a lot like tv shows where you don't have to watch every episode if you don't want to right so they come on you subscribe to channels and then they'll automatically appear in your home feed. And then you look and see, okay, what, what came on today or in the last week? Oh, this one interests me. This one doesn't. This one interests me. And you can add them to a list and then watch them. And they're a lot of fun. And generally, if you watch a video about, um, I don't know, let's say Mamma Mia, yeah. they're going to send you recommended Mamma Mia videos for the yes. next week. YouTube algorithm, it's kind of weird, but it will show yeah. you kind of like what it thinks you're interested in. But you have a home page that will show kind of your subscriptions mm-hmm. and recommendations. But then you can just go to your subscription page and just see what you've signed up for. Or you can go to the trending page and also shows uh, late night hosts and yes. their comedy bits, which are we'll talk, rarely We'll talk about that. that. We'll, talk, but, we'll have a whole section about that in this. So I got to ask you this, though. With YouTube, is it more background noise for you or do you actually intently watch it? Like for both of you guys. I mostly intently watch the shows that I subscribe to. Like I I actually will sit down and watch them. Uh, Some I can tune in and out. But most of the time when I have my YouTube channels on, I'm I'm paying attention to that and not my children. Same here. (laughs) I always ignore Joel's children while I'm watching YouTube. Makes sense. So you're actually watching YouTube. Because I I generally listen to like a commentary... Or just a conversation and then I'll just like close that screen or downsize the screen and just work on something. Or usually it's music at work, for example. Right. Um, well, yeah, if it's music, then yeah. But, I, you know, I am kind of into YouTube making their own TV shows. Like, for example, Karate Kid or Cobra Kai, Cobra I should Kai, say, yes. is like their actual original show. And that's on that, actually. And that's on YouTube Red, which is a paid uh, version of YouTube. Yes. Ooh, we should have a, bake, a video baking bit on that. But, yeah, we, we should. Oh, Cobra Kai, we could. Yeah. Um, but also, I wanted to point out that uh, YouTube, for the most part, is free. Like, you can get, you can mm-hmm. subscribe to all these channels for free and see all this content for free. There's some extra stuff with paid, but for the most part, it's free. But do you actually really like YouTube Red? No, YouTube Red is great. Of the subscriptions the that Jake pays for and I'm a part of, <laughs> I like that one. You're welcome. Yeah, no, the lack of ads is a lifesaver. No, I, I go on at like somewhere else at like school, somebody else's computer, and then suddenly there's these ads and it's the worst. Yeah. It is so terrible. it's either skip the ad in five seconds or you watch 15 seconds of an ad. Oh, it's so ugly. And, and they do apply to you generally because they follow the cookies. Who cares? Yeah. They are the worst. They are the worst. And another another thing I want to bring, so we want to talk about like the, the shows we're talking about today isn't even like the, hey, 
hey, here's four hours of relaxing music videos. Like, that's not what we're Which talking I about today. Which I could tell you, like, an eight-hour playlist to listen to all There's work. some good ones out there. Yes. Like, I love the 10-hour versions of a lot of these things. Like, they have that uh, Making Bacon Pancakes, oh, the 10-hour version. Mercy. Or Nine yeah. Cat, 10-hour version. Yeah. But we're talking about channels, like, original, original material that you can watch on YouTube. Another prep I want to give people is that a lot of times when you're sharing a YouTube video with someone, it's three to five minutes. Like mm-hmm. That's generally what you're sharing with people. Yeah. A lot of these channels go a little longer. You're looking at 10 or 15 minutes and people will be like, oh, that's so long. If you don't think of it as a TV show, but if you're thinking of it as a TV series, suddenly it's much more manageable. So yeah. basically we're talking about the channels we really devour and enjoy as channels, as themes they present because... This show isn't one of those one-up games where someone's like, I got this great YouTube video to show you. And it's really, really funny. But you're like just waiting for your turn to show your YouTube video or the one that you think is most funny. This is one that like, albeit hipster, especially in my case on a lot of these, Mm -hmm. like these are channels that I think you should subscribe to and not just watch one video because there's a lot of value and you can pick and choose at that point. For the longest time there, I didn't subscribe to people. I just kind of saw videos that were trending and looked at it. But mm-hmm. then I realized I was seeing the same videos and I liked the same videos. And so right. I was like, what is this channel thing? And then I subscribed and now they just automatically come in my queue. And I'm like, cool. Now Do I can you watch often it. unsubscribe from channels? Is there Not, anything that could make that happen? Yeah, there's a couple channels that they stop, either stop producing content okay, sure. or I stop, stop liking their content. And so I've unsubscribed to a couple. Yeah. But I'm subscribed to about, I think I counted it up before, about 67 channels. Oh, I have like 20, maybe. But a lot of these aren't like real channels. Like one of them is Jacob's. Oh, <laughs> That's true. Jake's on the internet. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on there. Like I, my channel is primarily divine comedy videos that I just kind of uploaded because I had them. And Yours I is actually to, worth watching. Well, because I wanted to have a digital copy of these DVDs I had because, mm-hmm. you know, they could break. So I've been uploading those for years now. I, I very slowly, but it's fun to go through and like see these channels that I subscribe to. And some have died off, but I just don't have the heart to unsubscribe to them because I like the channel so much, which yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that. I love watching Fred so much. Fred, that I don't like Fred. Fred Weasley, no. Oh, Jake, you don't even know. Jacob, that voice you were doing, yeah, is a tenth of annoying as Fred's voice. Uh, Oh, Fred is the absolute worst. I wish I could play a clip, but it is so grating. Play a clip right now. Hey, everyone, it's Fred. I mean, I can't even do it because it's like three times the speed. And he got a movie. He got a movie. Three three movies actually. Three. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. But and okay, let's talk about that then, because this is not just some you know side project hobby that these people are doing right people are making some serious money off of these channels yes. people are making a living and a very very good living off of these channels we'd like to take this opportunity to say that bacon sells now doing youtube <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but eventually uh, we'll probably try to do youtube in that a would way be fun instead of just our video reviews but, okay so i want to talk about the top five youtube channels real quick okay uh so when you when you think about top five YouTube channels, and actually most of the main channels that are most popular are gaming channels. Like Makes sense. These are channels where people play video those, games and people watch them play video games, which are, my, are my they wife not, is really annoyed by. Are they not toy unboxing videos? Those are also very big, as are music videos. But like oh, gaming ones, gaming ones seem to be the biggest ones. Okay. So the top five overall, you get uh, number five, Hola Soy German, which is a Spanish channel. And that's one thing I love about YouTube is that the highest, like a couple of these highest channels aren't even American. They're foreign and they speak in foreign languages, but they're huge. So on what happens on Hola Soy German? Well, he's, uh, he's a comedian and a writer. A lot of times he does these vlogs. He's actually, I've seen him a couple of times. He speaks English uh, on this other channel that I watch and uh, he's pretty funny, but he does these sketches and things like that, talking about real life things. But then he also plays games on Juega, Juega German, which is uh, another one of his channels. 
but he has 34 million subscribers. So 34 wow. million people are watching him. He currently gets over 150,000 subscribers a month, even though Holy he cow. hasn't posted on that channel for a year. What? He's not posted. That's on, irrelevance at this point. This, this is the fifth highest, and he hasn't done anything on it for a year. He's switched to his other channel, the Huega German or Herman. His other channel? Yeah, he has two like, channels. A lot of the, a lot of the YouTubers they diversify and they have multiple channels to mm. increase revenue. Smart. Number four, you get uh, Canal Conzila, which is Portuguese, a Portuguese channel, a Brazilian channel that the guy writes, produces, and directs music videos, and it's the fourth highest. Wait, so f- he just shows other people's music videos, but he, he creates, he creates them? them? Like, he creates them. This isn't his music. He's creating the music videos. 37 million subscribers. But maybe he has, like, a certain style that people really like? Yeah. How interesting. 700, he has 700 music videos on there, I think. Wow, jeez. And then you get T-Series. Or, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I jumped over Justin Bieber at number three, which is just his music videos and songs. Wait, so is 40 it, like, million Justin Bieber or Vivo? No, there's Vivo, and then there's uh, his regular channel. And it's Justin Bieber has number three. Justin Bieber has number three, even though does he, does, he doesn't publish regularly. And it's just music videos and uh, just uh, songs. So there's no vlogging or anything. No. no vlogging, which is video blogging. At least as far as I could tell. I, wow. I, I've been subscribed for a long time. And then, <laughs> just now. And then you get uh, T-Series, which is a Hindi channel. It's 55 million subscribers. And it's, it's all Bollywood. It's Bollywood music videos, Bollywood trailers. 55 million. This is the number two what of all of YouTube. world? And then finally, you get the most subscribed channel. YouTube was so diverse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. Uh, number, number one is actually a Swedish YouTube personality named Felix Arvid Ulf Kielberg, otherwise known as PewDiePie. PewDiePie. PewDiePie is... What's up, bros? Hey, bros. Brofist. Uh, PewDiePie, he is a gamer and he does challenges and things like that, but mostly it's him playing games yeah. and screaming well, vulgarities. Not anymore because he started out uh, doing the Let's Plays, like the the scary games like Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, you, play, you watch him play a game. Yeah, whereas now he does like almost political and like meta commentary on the internet. Well, he like got, most of his videos are that now. And he got in pretty big trouble last year with some anti-Semitic comments, yes. jokes, I should say. And people have unsubscribed he's kind of lost subscribers. Like he went down from 15 million a year, like making $15 million a year mm-hmm. to making only $12 million a year. <laughs> so he lost some money there. You watch his channel and it is literally him in a soundproof room yeah. with big headphones. With a microphone. That's it. This guy, he looks like really zany, but he, I don't know. It's weird. It's just this one dude named Felix makes that much money. And I have no idea why I watched, I watched one of his videos just before coming here today being like, I'll give him another chance. Ever since yeah. YouTube cracked down on profanity, maybe I can watch his videos. Right. Because he does swear a lot on his uh, Let's Plays. But I watched one of his videos, and it was a Try Not to Laugh challenge. And I was watching it going, this isn't funny or well-produced. Well, here's what or- he does. He doesn't even, when he, it's almost like he tries to make fun of YouTube. So it's Try Not to Laugh challenge. They're not even meant to be funny. It's him almost making fun of the Try Not to Laugh challenges out there. Yeah. It's really strange Here's the thing. There are so many YouTubers out there who know their audience is primarily 9 to 11-year-olds. That's what it feels like. And he knows that, but he also wants to make them at least feel older or talk to the older audience because he is... He does more talk about YouTube personalities out there because he has the platform to talk about whatever he wants. He does probably two videos a day. Yeah. It's silly. So here's the thing. I've watched PewDiePie in the past, the gameplay videos, and I'm like... right. Oh, that's fine. So like, you're I'm not watching playing scary videos. So as my wife would say, you're not playing a game. You're I'm watching someone play watching a game. Watching someone play a game. And then so I was like, man, this guy is pretty annoying. He's a little bit too loud for my taste. And then I watched his like personality videos. And I, sometimes he makes very good points. 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm okay with PewDiePie, even though I shouldn't be deep inside. No, literally. And then I watched. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I just want to do a quick impression of what it's like listening to a game of his. Like he's playing a game and he's like, okay, let's go around the corner here. Bleep, 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 bleep. Swear, swear, swear. Yeah. That's what his videos are. So I watched a video today. I'm like, oh, so yeah. It's basically a night at your house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I haven't seen, you know, I thought I haven't seen a few of his videos or uh, his videos in a few months. I'm going to watch one today and I just picked one at random and I, I could only make it about two and a half minutes in. They're not good. It's, but here's the thing. Like he gets about 5 million views per video. Yeah. No, he's still breaking it in. And, and honestly, because of the people he goes against, which people which are YouTube monsters like Logan Paul or Jake Paul. We'll get to them in a sec. Okay, because he rips on them because he can. He has the platform. And because he destroys people like that, I'm like, go pudes. Don't call him that. That sounds He's pudes. Uh, no, that's not that's, good. That's what he call him for it's too sure. Too close. Let's too talk close. about Okay. So those are <laughs> those too close. Those were the top five overall channels. Yeah. So, you know, the most the most subscribed one is 64, 64 million people subscribe to that one channel. But then if you get the top five English channels, the ones that, you know, are you know more local, mm -hmm. uh, PewDiePie is still number one because he speaks in English. Right. Uh, Justin Bieber is number two. Dude Perfect is number three. Oh, really? 33 million subscribers. And those are what stunts and whatnot. It's like, well, they're sports entertainment and so mm -hmm. they do like trick shots or extreme challenges they hold a number of world records which are really impressive to watch it's always kind of like world's longest fing fingernails no like uh, full court shot okay. like things like that mm -hmm. and it's amazing to watch them do it and you know that they've done it like 20 different takes to get this one shot exactly but it's still so cool when they make it and they always edit it with this like cool music it's a very bro channel like a lot of it's kind of like yeah all right we did it Woo! i can't watch it um i i watch i watch a couple of videos i enjoy the videos but i'm not a subscriber but I do. It's amazing to me that their their YouTube videos have garnered over fifth or five billion Whoa. views total. Holy cow! Billion with a B. That's a lot of them. That is a lot. Yeah. And then number four, you get Ed Sheeran. Another one. I'm just like, it's what? A, it's a music. Just channel. another music. music Thirty two million subscribers. And then number five, English channel is Taylor Swift with thirty million in just music videos and songs. Like the music channels, really, I don't think they should count. No. But yeah. But the weird thing to me, and this is the weird thing, is that. The top five uh, most subscribed aren't necessarily the top five highest earning. Like there, okay. there are YouTubers yeah. who are making a lot more money. So, for example, you get here uh, number five would be uh, PewDiePie. He's number five on this list. Even oh. though he's the most subscribed, he's number five earning. How does that wow. work? Just because some people like it's not all about views. Like you get a, a cut from endorsements Google. and whatnot. I think someone said it was like twelve hundred dollars a view. I think that's what someone said. So that would be, you know, he gets all those views on one video. He gets a lot of money, hmm. but it's also sponsorships and affiliates and they right. have all these deals, merchandising. So he's number five for number four. You get a tie between uh, Mark, Pil Mark Piler, I can't, Mark Piler, I can never say his name right. Mark Plyer. Oh, Markiplier. Uh, Markiplier. Thank you. Yeah, another game game uh, his, player. His name is Mark Fishback. Uh, he's a he's a YouTube gamer, and he has an he's, he does gaming. He does let's plays, and so he's got 18 million followers. But he's the number he's a tied for number four. Wow. Then you get Logan Paul. He's yeah. tied for number four as well. Everyone remembers he went to the Suicide Forest yeah. and filmed that man, that dead man. Yeah. And he got a lot of trouble. So he's most hated man on YouTube. He him and his brother Jake Paul. They're both on here in the top ten highest earning, and they are total. I don't want Jake, to say it. But. Think of the bullies in a 1980s high school movie, yep. like the blonde bullies. Yes. That's Logan and Jake Paul. Yeah. And, okay. what they're, and what they're doing is crazy stunts to annoy those around them and their neighbors. Like they've had complaints from their neighbors 
like police complaints about the stuff that's going on at their house. And then they tweet about it like, well, people think we're bad neighbors, but, you know, we're awesome. And what are those? Oh, it's so oh, annoying. <laughs> like they are, they are known literally as kind of the villains on YouTube. And then when uh, Logan Paul went to the suicide forest in Japan mm-hmm. and started laughing at a dude who had died, he got some huge backlash but he still has a ton of followers and he's still making a ton yeah, of money yep. and I hate it for it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Dude Perfect gets 14 million uh, a year. And then number two is Evan Fung or Vanos Gaming. Once again, he posts comedy videos, show him playing various games. I watched one of his videos today and I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I looked at one of his highest viewed is videos. Is it a let's play or? Yeah, but it's just like him just playing this game and I was like, I don't really see the point. Like it was fine, but it wasn't anything special, but the dude's making 15.5 million a year. Wow. And then number one, you get Daniel Middleton or Dan TDM. Uh, he gets sixteen point five million a year from For YouTube. Doing what? Yikes! Four, he's a popular YouTuber focused on the game Minecraft. No way! So he posts daily reviews and vid- and gameplay videos. So he does reviews and videos of games, hmm. mostly Minecraft, and he's making the most money on YouTube as of two thousand seventeen. Here's what's nuts: like, so I have two daughters, and they watch like cookie swirl C and Disney car toys and these channels that just have unboxing and they do, it's like a grown woman who's bored in her home mm-hmm. and playing with Barbie, uh, Disney Barbie dolls. The, I was going to say the number nine, uh, mm-hmm. uh highest earning, uh, is a six year old kid named, yes. uh, what's his name? Ryan, six, six year old, six year old Ryan toys reviews. Yes. And yeah. he opens toys and then plays with them, and he's making eleven million dollars a year. Because here's what's hap- <laughs> here's what happens: his parents, I don't know, like I may have been guilty of this. You 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 turn on YouTube Kids and you leave it on, and your kids watch these videos ad nauseum, and they have fifty five million views on a video before mm-hmm. long. It mm-hmm. is insane. It is, and and I do I did watch some of his channel uh, where he does like they do like educational videos like scientific videos or okay. things like that. They're mm-hmm. like, I think they're expanding to a little bit more, but the heart of it is still him opening a box, playing with the toy and then reaping in a lot of money. Wow. It's kind of insane. The one thing I, I will say about this, by the way, about uh, Dan TDM, the highest earning on YouTube is that his reviews uh, for the most part are family friendly. Like PewDiePie, you couldn't watch that with your kids. No, but Dan, Dan TDM uh, is actually pretty family friendly. You could watch that with kids. Not that I want my kids to watch those videos a right. lot. Or, or suck my wife. time away. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I should mention that too. My wife, as I said, hates people watching people play games, uh-huh. uh, but she also hates watching unboxing videos. <laughs> and those are huge. Yeah. So like, she's not a fan of any of these highest earners on here. So there you go. That's kind of the, that's kind of the, the overview of how big YouTube is becoming right now, whether it's a sustainable business model, I don't know, because a lot of YouTubers are currently, frustrated with youtube yes owned by google yeah and they're trying to look for other ways to be able to make money and maybe even publish their content right you you can see that it's also infiltrating television because a lot of the late night talk shows they now oh yeah they publish mm -hmm. videos on youtube in small snippets and you can tell their segments on the tv are made to be youtube friendly it's like they're purposely yeah purposely creating games like over you know, a one from commercial to commercial, it's meant to be a seven minute YouTube segment, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Well, like Carpool Karaoke, they're going to do a 20 minute segment mm-hmm. and just for the YouTube channel. Yeah. Because more people watch that than they would ever watch the show. Because I don't know many people that sit down and watch full talk shows now. Like, yeah. they'll, they'll well, watch. Well, why would you? Yeah. No. Just watch the highlights. But that's the beauty of subscribing to these channels on YouTube is that, okay, so I subscribe to uh, Team Coco, which is Conan. 
The Ellen Show, which is actually the 21st most subscribed channel on YouTube. Wow. Uh, Tonight Show and Jimmy Kimmel Live. And I subscribe to those. And so then when the videos come up each day, they come up and there's little clips and I say, okay, I want to watch this interview with this person mm-hmm. and I want to watch this skit. I don't care about the rest of the show or the musical group. And I can do that. I can just watch the pieces I want. And that's why I like subscribing to those talk shows. Yeah, that's a good do point. Do you subscribe to any of them, Kent? Nope. No ads. They come up in trending and I, I, okay, Team Coco, yes. Yeah. And he usually breaks up interviews in like three minute segments. And so there, I'll watch one. And then of course the next one will play, but I can't tolerate. You have autoplay on? Yes. Look, I hate autoplay. Do you really? Yeah, I, I turn it I off. I can't tolerate late night show uh, hosts at this point. So, well, they're all getting. Well, that's just it. Is like every single time I see a video that says something political, I'm like, what's the next one? Oh, a funny one. Yeah. And uh, I, I enjoy it that way. I really enjoy getting it in digestible versions. I've been so close to subscribing to the Late Late Show with James Corden because of Carpool Karaoke. Car- Carpool Karaoke did that uh, skydiving stunt with Tom Cruise, which was hilarious. Yeah. Like in the crosswalk musicals. Like I enjoy all those. But he has so much other content that is not that I'm just like, okay, I'll see what everyone goes viral and then watch that. So should we talk about what we actually watch, what we'd actually recommend to people? Yeah. Yeah. So we each came up with uh, five channels that we subscribe to and enjoy. And uh, yeah, should we just jump right into it? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to go and I'm not going to say worst to first because I love all of these, but I'm going to go with lesser known and maybe least amount of subscribers that I watch. It's it's just a guy's name. Ryan Hollinger. Ryan Hollinger. Ryan Hollinger. I don't know this channel. And many people are going to accuse me of being a hipster. I'm not sure that applies in any case, anywhere, ever, Mm -hmm. because Kent Dunn is not a hipster. Obviously. (laughs) Ryan Hollinger, he talks about film. Most of these will be film breakdown. Okay. And he does specifically horror films, which... I'm a glutton for. Now, you say breakdown. Describe me what the channel is like. Like, if I click on so a Ryan example, Hollinger movie, what am I going to... You click on video? about, and it says, taking your favorite and hated media and giving it some analytical context. And he says, especially horror stuff. Uh, you probably have some questions about the accent. He's an Irish guy. Okay. And he sits there and he says, let's talk about Scream. Baby. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't resist. I know you can't. Or, you know, it's like, here's my video on, on Halloween. For example, some of his videos are... The Art of the Mist, A Tragic Prophecy Realized. Okay. Okay. So it's just him discussing a movie. Yeah. Or he'll be like The Art of Nightmare on Elm Street, What Freddy Represents. So Now, is he analyzing or is he like bringing uh, obscure facts to service? Like, what does he do? Everything. Because what he does is he'll sit right there in front of just a TV screen, just on the side. It's kind of like in his office. It's... It looks like he's just filming this video on the cheap, but then he'll show clips from the movie or behind the scenes content or interviews with the director, for example. Mm -hmm. But he'll give it like an actual analysis. Like he'll be like, Freddie represented this in the 80s at this time. And this is why this movie is so contextually important. Here's why it's still scary to us now. That's where you get all your crap from. Oh my gosh, I'm such a geek for this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, For example, he, he has so many random videos as well. And it's all horror? Not all horror, because there's some... They go a little outside. Uh, there is a video that says, was the Scooby-Doo movie misunderstood? And it's um, about a 12-minute video about the Scooby-Doo movie and why it's actually kind of good. How long are most of his videos? So uh, the average length of the videos are 10 minutes. Okay. And that's what I try to go for. I go to 10, 15 minutes because if we go 20, that's way too long. This guy, he's been, he's been going since January 2008. He has 226,000 subscribers. So not a ton, but a decent, it, I would take it. Yeah. 227 videos 
and average views on each video about 75,000, which is the low end for what yeah. I'm about to say for these other ones. But for 10 years, that's not a total right. overwhelming number. His two favorite videos of mine, because I picked the best videos, is um, are you? It's an analysis of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it's a 12-minute video. The Snick Show? Yes. What? All about the uh, how it's actually scary. Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm going to send that. you this video. Yeah, send me that one. And his best one is, is called Let's Talk About Goosebumps' Scariest Episode. And this one has 600,000 views on it. And it's about the Haunted Mask episode of Goosebumps TV show. That's one of my favorite books. And it's it's a great video where you're like, the effects are kind of cheesy. And he talks about that. And he says, you're watching is this this as a kid. And this is why this is terrifying. Now, content-wise, what yes. are we looking at here? Is this like PG, PG-13, R? Uh, this veers like, on hard PG-13. Okay. Because he will show, for example, Halloween. And he'll show maybe like a machete cutting through someone real quick okay. you won't see any nudity but you may hear some vulgarity pretty sick about that yeah you may hear some vulgarity from one of the clips mm-hmm. but he's generally speaking over it and only playing it in that like you okay. can't really hear it you can only see what's happening as he's describing it and it gives because you and i love horror yes it talks about like for example why get out is so smart okay so definitely watch this one ryan you, hollinger ryan hollinger h-o-l-l-i-n-g-e-r I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. That, that actually does intrigue me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, my number five is the slow-mo, guys. Uh, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like it is. It's uh, two guys, Gavin Dan, uh, they're British, and they will blow stuff up or shoot stuff or you know just try different things and do it in slow motion. Like they had one where they had a ball hitting the face. And then they do oh, it in yeah. super slow motion. And they have these amazing phantom cameras that like take 27,000 frames per second. Do they also do those videos that crush things are crushed under like a press? No, that's a hydraulic press channel, which okay. is fun to watch, but I'm not a subscriber. Okay. But those are, there's random channels out there like yeah. that. Uh, but these guys, they're just so fun to watch. Like these guys, okay, so they have 11 million uh, subscribers. The average video is somewhere between like five to 15 minutes, somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, because a lot of times they'll talk about what they're going to do. They'll show it. They'll show it in real motion. They'll show it in slow motion. They always have the kind of cool music that comes in like this. And you watch like the card get ripped apart with a bullet or something like oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Or the jello going through a tennis racket is a fun one to watch. Uh, some of my favorite ones include underwater bullets at 20, 27,000 FPS frames per second. Inside a six foot air balloon. Taser impacts on bare skin and how a TV works. Like those are all fun to watch in slow motion. That's cool. And it is, it's a very kind of singular focused channel. And most of their videos get about 5 million views. Oh, not too shabby. Like just as I was eyeballing it, they had a lot of views. And it's funny because like Gavin actually used to work as kind of a, a slow motion expert on movies. He worked on Hot Fuzz. Oh, uh, love it. And then um, uh, Dan was actually an explosive expert in the US, in the British military. And so then they're young guys. Like they're not old. They're like in their 30s. Did you say how long each, each of these vid- videos are? About five to 15 minutes, like somewhere in that range. It's funny because I wouldn't normally watch stuff like this. But if I was watching a video and I saw one on the, on the side there, on the little tab that you, says, You click that? Jello going through a tennis racket, I'd be like, I would like to see how that happens. Yeah. And it's so mesmerizing. That's the thing is watching things in slow motion, like it does kind of this big kind of slow down and the music comes in and you're watching it. It's just like, it's relaxing. So even though like it is a lot of the same, they and these guys are hilarious. That's the thing is like it's cool. The video is cool, but Gav and Dan just play so well off each other. Like uh, Gav is the kind of the the brains of the operation, and then Dan has to do all the stunts. So every time you watch a video, 
Dan will be wearing like this tattered lab coat because he's been splattered with paint and and jumped on mouse traps on a trampoline. So and, they're actually personalities on screen. Yes. Okay. And they're they're actually really funny personalities and they mesh well. And that's one of the reasons that the channel goes beyond like just the hydraulic press videos mm-hmm. is because you get a little bit of a uh, flavor in there with personality. So it's like young Mythbusters almost. Kind of. Well, in fact, they worked on uh, Mythbusters. Okay. Uh, I think they did for a bit, and they worked on Top Gear too. Like they worked on a couple awesome. of these things as the slow mo guys, and that's kind of where they got their name. Oh, very very cool. All right. All right. My next one is called Red Letter Media. Red Letter one word. Leather. Red Letter Media. Red Letter Media. Yes. So this one is film and satire. So the uh, description is a cross between Siskel and Ebert and a 1980s sitcom with VCR repairmen who discuss movies. <laughs> That's what? oddly specific. It's, it's very accurate as well because it's all a joke, but there's actual reviews taking place. Like, for example... It's a it's a bigger bored guy who's sitting in a chair and his coworker shows up. It's almost telling a story and he shows up to work and they're sitting there in this weird factory. And like, hey, man, how's it going? How's it going? Let's talk about Mission Impossible Fallout. And they will break down this movie and review the movie in a hilarious way. So wait, is it a sketch or is it just it talking starts heads? off them playing characters because there's many characters they do. For example, their best video in the one that you know of and people may not know they know it, but it's the Phantom Menace review. Remember, it's a 70 minute Phantom Menace review and it's one of their characters named Mr. Plinkett. Wait, it's a 70 minute review. I will send you this clip. It is hey. you cannot help but finish Every minute, seventy of this. minutes. That's almost the length of the movie. It's, it's, oh, it's shorter. Pretty so. much, it destroys the Phantom Menace, and it is a blast to watch. And, and the guy's playing a character, but every critic, and he's playing an idiot, but every criticism is valid. Um, for, and also they covered like there's a Ghostbusters 2016 review, and it says everything that we can't say, <laughs> and you want someone to say. And it's also a long video. Each of these movie or each of these videos. Are about 35 minutes on average. Okay, so these are long ones. Very long. Um, they have 822,000 subscribers, 511 videos. And yeah, each of the videos have about an average of 800,000 watches. Wow. So these guys are pretty How many big subscribers deal. did you say? Uh, 822,000. Wow. So they've been around forever. They have a ton of... Uh, Mine had 11 million. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm a hipster, but they they have a lot of different channels. Like there's some videos where they'll watch bad movies. Mm-hmm. There's some where they just review movies. And there's what I love about these guys because it is kind of a joke. They are playing characters. They'll make fun of like other videos like Screen Junkies or Collider, where other all channels. these other these YouTube channels are will be like. We're super nerds and we have all these toys on the desk and we love being nerds. <laughs> and these guys, they faked a Star Wars review or a solo review. Uh-huh. They hadn't seen the movie. This is Red Letter Media, but they acted. They actually made fun of uh, Collider uh-huh. and they were like, Solo is the greatest. Hey, what are you doing over there? A Denny's hamburger because Collider was invited to sponsor. They're sponsored by Denny's uh-huh. and reviewing Solo. Denny's like, you can get these new Solo cups. And they did the whole thing and they were just mocking them the entire time. And that's why it's satire, because they're making fun of the YouTube community Mm -hmm. and they're almost dull, but they're brilliant. Even if I don't agree with their movie reviews, they're really, really smart for. And I'll say this. So uh, remember, like a couple months ago, the director of Kong Skull Island, he criticized CinemaSins. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And he said, you know, CinemaSins, the YouTube channel. Yes. He says they are criticizing or they're criticizing movies just for the sake of criticizing. And he used some colorful words. Yeah. Well, so does CinemaSins. Yeah. It, it, that's what he's saying about CinemaSins. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so. That's he, their whole brand, though. 
Yeah, but he's just saying like they're almost rude for the point of being rude. So nitpicky, whereas he said Red Letter Media is good for film criticism and satire because uh, they lampoon a certain type of nerd cultural, sorry, culture, and their takedown is accurate and thoughtful. So even though you know it's kind of a joke, everything they're saying is actually accurate. I recommend you watch a few of these. It's hard to recommend ones that are under 30 minutes, though. Right. Well, that's fine. Definitely take a look at the Phantom Menace review because you will have to watch the minutes. entire thing. I, I promise you. Uh, what uh, what uh, MPA rating would you give this? Oh, it, it's rated R. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you want me to watch it? But yeah. Yeah. The Phantom Menace one is not rated R. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, My number four is actually Rosanna Pensino. And otherwise, Wait, why known do as, I know her? Uh, otherwise known as Nerdy Nummies. She is uh, the most popular baking channel. Well, one of the most popular baking channels on uh, YouTube. And she's not just about baking, though. She does Nerdy Nummies, which means she cooks things that have kind of a nerdy theme. Like she has this uh, like Angry Birds cupcakes or she has a Harley Quinn checkered uh, birthday cake. She does all these different types of cooking things. And it is it's a cooking show. But then she all, and my kids love that. Like actually we watch that together and they really enjoy that. And I like them watching it because then I'm like, hey, maybe they'll make me treats one day. But uh, you hope. also she does challenges with the guests. Like she has a bunch of, you know, different people on. One, one show she had the Muppets on actually to help her cook. But she's a very popular YouTuber. Uh, one of the most kind of recognizable ones around. Uh, she has just she just passed 10 million subscribers on YouTube. So is it like a Rachel Ray? Like is she like standing in front of a counter sort of thing? She's yeah. You know, she's standing behind a counter and she'll okay. talk about what she's going to make and she'll talk about the ingredients and then talk about what she's doing. But it all has a nerdy or geeky theme. Like she's she's heavy into gaming. She loves okay, gaming. I'm into that. Uh, she loves uh, geeky movies like Star Wars. She's really big into that. Uh, she's really big into Harry Potter. Like so she does all these themed treats. So they're all like these fun, uh, geeky treats that she makes. That's so if you're going to have a movie marathon. Oh, totally. You're like so many good watch ideas. Watch this video. And she does treats. like baked goods. She does uh, like candies. She does savory treats. Like she did, she did dog treats one time. She has a dog that she loves. But then, you know, the, I enjoy those. Like I enjoy, I enjoy her baking ones. But what I like is when she does her challenges. Like when her and her sister did like the Oreo challenge where they had to kind of guess what flavor of Oreo or they had to do the pizza challenge where they had to put random toppings on a pizza and then eat it. Uh, but she, it's just, she's got a very fun personality and I say fun personality because my wife is super annoyed by her voice. She's like, does she talk like that in real life? Does she really talk like that to everyone? Cause it's really annoying. Is it kind of mousy? What do you mean? It's more, she called it baby talk, but I don't, I don't see it as baby talk. It's kind of just this kind of cartoon maybe character. Hmm. I don't know. She, I think she has a great personality. You're not going to demonstrate for us? Uh, hey guys, it's Ro. Let's get started. He's twirling his finger in the yep. air right now. Oh, I did that. Uh, but I really think it's just, it's a fun video. It's a fun sh- series to watch. And it's one that you can watch with the entire family. Most of my, I think all mine you can actually. So do you pick and choose like, oh, I like Doctor Who. So I'm going to watch that treat one. Exactly. Okay. Like they had one a little while ago. I remember it was like, oh, uh, I don't even remember it anymore. But I was like, I don't know what that series is. I don't really care to watch it. If my kids want to watch it, I'll let them. But I You're like, oh, 12 monkeys. That, yeah. that treat she made for, but uh, you know, that disturbing d- dystopian movie. She pulls in about $6 million a year. And she has an average of 75 million views per month. Her yeah, average video is about 10 minutes long. That's a lot of long. dough. <laughs> <laughs> and she publishes a couple times a week. She actually, she, she started doing, she wanted to get into acting. Like she was on an episode of Parks and Rec, I think, uh, just as a, you know, an elf in a Santa, in a Santa setting or something okay. like that. 
But she wanted to get in front of the YouTube camera to kind of get over her camera shyness and be more, you know, so she can get to acting. And then it took off and she became this big star. And now she has a, she's been in a bunch of YouTube series. She's done a couple Disney uh, shows. And then she also wrote a book and did a book tour of a cookbook. So she's a pretty popular YouTube personality. And one of my favorite personalities, actually, she, she's just a very nice person overall, it seems. Like, I think, you know, she could hang, I could hang with her in real life and we'd yeah. be fine. But how many of her videos you, do you think you've seen? Oh, percentage wise. Oh. I've watched a lot. I've even gone back and watched some. So okay. I'd say probably 60 to 70 percent. Oh, wow. OK. Can you want to know one of who her, who her best friends is? One who? of her best friends? Who? Lindsay Sterling. <clears throat> she's she seems nice. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ken has a crush on Lindsay Sterling. I had a crush on Lindsay Sterling. Yeah, past tense, yeah. Joel. Come but yeah, on. Rosanna Pansino. Nerdy listening. Canadian. It's it's present. Yeah, look up uh, <laughs> look up Rosanna Pansino. Look up Nerdy Nummy Nummies if you like that kind of thing because it really is entertaining. And is it is it actually cookable food? Oh yeah, for someone that doesn't know how to cook. No, I mean if you're gonna try it, if you don't know how to cook and you try it, you're gonna end up looking like something off and nailed it. But uh, <laughs> I love, that. I love but, that show. It, it always annoys me when she's like, "All you need is this Darth Vader mask mold, and then you can do this." And I'm like, "Oh, no big deal." Yeah, when she does that, I'm always like, "Oh, come on!" But there's some little tricks that I've learned, like uh, the Angry Birds cupcakes. I was like, "That's actually pretty cool." So, okay, yeah, I think you should make us something from from one of these videos. I maybe I will. And see this how it turns this out. This is a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll eat your treats. <laughs> I'm glad. <clears throat> but yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Kent, what's your number three? I'm glad you're diversifying because I clearly am not diversifying because these are channels that I haven't subscribed is to. Is about movies again? Kent? It's another film breakdown channel. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Every Frame a Painting. Every so Frame a Painting. That I, sounds like a cinematography channel. It is actually. So I spoke about this one when we did our Michael Bay show. In fact, I took a lot of my research from the video that says, what is Bayhem? Mm-hmm. And it is actually talking about the art of Bayhem. This is not my favorite of his videos. And it's actually two guys. It's uh, Tony Zhao and Taylor Ramos. And they started in April 2014. And they actually finished in December 2017. They said, uh, nothing sinister. We just felt it was time to end. So like, we're not in a fight. We're just done making videos. But I'm still subscribed to the channel. Because when I'm feeling like I need to, for example get into Buster Keaton, which uh-huh. I'm not currently a big I fan can help of you with that. No, please do. Because I watched his video. It's called art of the gag. And it's all about how he sells the gag so well. He does. And it clearly is an art that I'm like, I need to watch more of that. I have the entire Buster Keaton collection. Okay, great. And, and what subtitles. it does, obviously, is taking the best snippets. With Chinese could, subtitles? Yeah, it was an eBay. I'll still watch it. <laughs> but it, it takes the best of everything or makes you see something that you might not see if you just watch a movie on its own. I love those kind of things, too, where it gives you kind of this insight into film. Like It reminds me of when I was taking film classes. Yes. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I wouldn't even thought of that. So, for example, obviously, I'm a big fan of the movie Drive, which came out in 2011. And this one is called The Quadrant System of Drive. And so it talks about the four quadrants on your screen as you're watching Drive and how it's so per- that movie is made so purposefully about which c- quadrant shows what. I do Whether it's that. colors or action or the way someone's looking. And I'm like, holy cow. It really helps me be a film critic watching these, which is why I'm geeking out so much and staying really in this lane. Because I'm like, there are so many things other than story and cinematography and acting that are in writing that I'm not looking at. Right. And it's, it's the auteurs that get in there and, and makes something so good. But there's... How, yes. How long are these videos? So these videos are about seven minutes. Okay. So very digestible. Yeah. Uh, he has... Uh, well, these two guys, they have 1.5 million subscribers. Only 28 videos. Only So you can videos. watch them really quick. So they don't publish very frequently. N- well, they don't anymore at all. Oh. So they were... They had a three-year span. 
and they try because these videos are very hard to make. One of the best ones is the Marvel Symphonic Universe, which is a really telling video about how the music in the Marvel movies. I think you sent me that one. Yeah, is not good. How it's not memorable. They talk to the man, you know, basically man on the street, and they say, "Oh, sing the, the hum the Batman song, or hum the Superman song," and then they're like, "Hum a Marvel tune." People are like. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, they couldn't do it. And it talks about how they can fix things. And you're like, oh, really? It's not that memorable. And they play scenes. The best video these guys have is called Edgar Wright, How to Do Visual Comedy. Okay. And it's like, it's already, we're sold, right? We're, yeah, it's preaching to the choir. But it shows, even if you watch Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz and you're like, yeah, that movie's really clever because of this. This will put all, all four of those main movies, because really it doesn't show Scott Pilgrim very much, and make you say, oh, these are repeating themes, and that's how clever something is shot compared to other directors. Seriously, watch these videos every frame of painting. But it's a defunct channel now? Like, they don't use it anymore? Yeah, they don't use it anymore. Videos are all still up, obviously. Hmm. But go watch What's it. What's the name of it again? Every frame of painting. Every frame of painting. Mm-hmm. Well, what rating would you give this one? MPAA rating. Oh, this is uh, PG-13 at worst. Cool. I mean, yes. I will probably watch all those. Okay, my number three is a science channel, actually. It's Mark Rober. If you don't know who Mark Rober is... I don't. Uh, he... Uh, do you remember a while back they had the, the iPad Halloween costume where you could put the iPad with a beating heart behind a ripped shirt and it looked like you had a beating heart in your oh, chest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did that and it got really popular. He was at, he's actually was a, he's a NASA engineer who left NASA and now I think I think he primarily does YouTube. Like I think he makes 1 million dollars a year. Oh jeez. But the dude is known he does all these science uh, do it yourself gadgets and creative ideas on YouTube. He has four around 4 million subscribers and uh, each video is about 5 to 15 minutes long depending what you're looking at. Okay. But every one of these like it's it's a cool gadget or trick or science fact. And then he goes into how he makes it. So, for example, he one of my favorite videos is the world's largest Nerf gun. He takes a huge, like it's like bigger than him gun that he's walking around with, and it shoots a pool noodle with a with the toilet plunger <laughs> on the top of it. Like that's the dart that comes out. And one person can hold this. Is yeah. that what it's saying? Yeah. And so okay. he has like a strap around. And he's walking around shooting this thing. And what does it shoot? Huge. That's what I said pool the noodle, pool noodle. With, a, with a plunger on it. No, no, no. I mean, like, what's he hitting? Oh, he shoots it through glass. He shoots it at a, a stop sign. That's <laughs> what does, I was wondering. He kids no. with lemonade stands. Oh, no, no, they're seriously. out there like with a Nerf gun fight and he like walks outside. No, the, dude, the dude actually, he he plays with his nieces and nephews a lot. Like mm-hmm. he's a really good family man. And he, he brings him over for a Nerf gun war. And then he comes around the corner with that thing. And they just start screaming and running. And then he shoots at him. Oh, that's it's awesome. Entertaining. Uh, also, um, where he does the world's largest super soaker, where he does the same type of thing, where it's like bigger than him, and he's shooting this super soaker. He talks about the principles of is it like dangerous stuff? Is that what he's going for? Well, there's different no, because I mean he puts different nozzles on it, so he says this one will like shoot through glass, but this one's a little more oh, different, like awesome. dispersed. That's but cool. he shows you how to make these things. Also, he one of my other other favorite ones is a carnival scam science and how to win. So he goes to a carnival at like a you know amusement park and starts talking about which games are more. Uh, rigged than other games. Oh, like he brings a professional it. basketball That's player cool. to the basketball hoop one, and uh, uh, he talks about the ring toss. Do you know who could make a YouTube video, YouTube channel about that? Who? This guy over here, Jacob. Jacob Rogers. He's pretty good on the ring toss. Was it? No, not the. It was the, the basket. Yeah, no, it was the ball throw into the pot the, or something. No, seriously, he he. Uh, pretty good on several yeah. of them actually. He won the game and got me a big uh, stuffed animal. I yeah, I remember that. Leopard. I remember I was like, yeah, sure, Jacob, you're gonna win that. And he comes back with it, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I used to, uh, when I was a kid, I found one where they had like, you know, the, the, the milk jugs mm-hmm. and you hit it with a baseball. Yeah. And I remember I, I, that one was super rigged. Like it was a hard fiberglass, like 
that you had to break the glasses, right? Right. Of course, there's a feat just even knock them over. Mm -hmm. And I, I knocked him over the first time. Nice. And he's like, oh yeah, well you have to break them though. And I was like, seriously like are, what are they made out of he's like oh you just have to throw it a little harder and i can see him he's kind of like sweating it like oh what am i gonna do i throw the second time i miss and i'm like okay and third full throw right nail him crash him nothing right and i'm like yeah. let me see those he's like no no i'm like let me see those <laughs> and uh, anyway the guy like takes off like he what? totally takes off he runs away yeah well he goes to the back he like he like he leaves the whole stand and uh, like unattended and Where goes was to this? the back some carney in missouri i think it was i don't remember actually wow Sounds like a Jacob story. Yeah, it was a Jacob story. <laughs> and then the aliens came. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Yep. Yep. Uh, but no, so that, this thing is, it's fun to watch. He has like one, uh, what, one of the ones I was amazed by was this one, uh, Pinewood Derby cars. Like he talks about how to make the perfect Pinewood oh, Derby car. I need to watch this. And my son and I watched it and we, we applied, I don't know, maybe half of the principles he said, cause we mm -hmm. didn't have all this stuff he he had and all the equipment. But just half of it, we still came out third place with a pretty cruddy car, I should say. Really? So it looked terrible, but it, you knew. like it, I, I messed up on it, and so it looked a little cruddy. But then we we did the weight distribution right. We did the graphite right. We figured out where it was supposed to be in third place. And it was all because of this video. Wow. Also, one of my other favorite ones is how to measure how much pee is in your pool. And that one's pretty eye-opening. What? Yeah. Uh, what? How to measure it? Can yeah. you break that down for us yes, real quick? Yes, I think because he, after I visit every pool I go to, well, <laughs> there's so, a substantial no, amount. Yeah, you'll have to watch the video. But one of the most shocking things I thought was that 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 pool smell that you're so familiar with isn't necessarily chlorine. It's actually the chemical that's produced when chlorine mixes with urine. <gasps> so yeah. there you go, kids. Hold, hold on. You'll For watch, real? Yes. Watch the video. It's pretty it's pretty opening. But then, but then he also does like nice things like uh, he got his wallet. He lost his wallet. He okay. found it again. Sure. And so someone brought it back to him. And he says, I wonder what the odds are of this. So then he called on his YouTube fans around the U.S., and did this scientific experiment where he dropped 10 wallets in various in various cities around the U.S. and then measured which cities gave back the most and which cities had, you know, more uh, honest people or dishonest people. Like, he has this whole thing about it. Oh, very cool. And it comes up with this very positive message. Like, it's a really uplifting channel and a good channel Dang, to watch. Dang, that's one I actually really want to watch. Mark Grober's really good. And BYU graduate. Oh. Uh, I didn't know that until, like, out. a little bit later. I was like, oh, my gosh. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel Live a couple times. Okay. This is the NASA guy still, right? Yeah, the NASA yeah. guy. Yeah. And so, yeah. Mark Rober. No, I'm going to go subscribe. Channel. That actually sounds really, really cool. He's great. So the next one I have is actually not a film breakdown one, guys. You're number two. Pretty crazy. This one is... TV. <laughs> it's TV. TV breakdown. It's all about the first season of Prison Break. No, it's uh, bad lip reading. Bad lip reading. I love bad lip reading. We've all seen bad lip reading, whether it's like the Seagulls Stop It Now mm -hmm. video. Yeah. Which I don't think is their best video, but it's you can't not watch well, it. The, okay, Kids love yeah. it. The music ones are real. When they do the music ones, they're kind of hit and miss. Yes. But uh, Seagulls Stop It Now and Bushes of Love are like my favorite ones. Like I, I sing those. I want those on my iPod. Like Jiggy Jar Jar Do. I love The Walking Dead <laughs> yes. musical as well. But the, even just the bad lip reading, like they, everyone kind of saw the NFL bad lip reading because that was the most popular one. I believe, yeah. Right? Now they have several of those and yeah. they're all great. Orange Peanut. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Or like the political ones. Actually, that's. You know, they so they started actually with a, Rebe a Rebecca Black yes. uh, music video, obviously Friday, and they called it Gang Night. And so they just made that song and it just broke. So this is March 2011, got a million hits, thousands of subscribers just from that. So they started with, uh, with music videos, then politics, then a few movies, mm -hmm. and then the NFL. And sports, yeah. I think their best video is the Hunger Games bad lip reading. <laughs> this one has 34 million views. And I mean, honestly, every... Everything said in this one, but I, my favorite line is, 
and that's how babies grow <laughs> in the context of the video it's yeah. amazing well I, the twilight one too i just love that one the you slapped a fish <laughs> why would you do that it's so bad because well, if you don't know what bad lip reading is from the name of the of the of the channel, yeah. it, they take movies and they remove or clips of video clips and they pull out all the audio and then they insert their own based on what the people's mouths are doing. Yes. And I watch some of these videos and I'm like, they can't be saying anything else. Yeah. Like I want to find the original clip because they're obviously saying orange peanut. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this one is one of those rare cases. So they only have just, and I say only just over 7 million subscribers, but the average views on their videos is over 10 million. Yeah. So basically people will watch these and then just not subscribe. Uh, and, yeah. And you know, there's some that are obviously like a hundred million views or yeah. 60. I think, yeah. I think Seagulls has 60 something million, which is surprising. It's probably only 15 that amount. million of that is my, me and my family. Exactly. <laughs> um, and these videos are very easy to share. They're only four minutes on average. Yeah. So like most of these are pretty great. Some of like the music ones, like you said, are kind of hit and miss. But like they, it's really good parodies. It's always a good of modern movies and, and music videos. It's it's really funny. I shouldn't even like this one as much as I do, but for mm-hmm. some reason, I really really love it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bad lip. It's pretty mainstream for you, honestly. I know. Sorry, yeah. I'll go back. What a letdown. <laughs> um, so my number Sorry, two, Jake. my number two is one of the conglomerate ones where it's multiple channels, but it's all from the same brain. Uh, it's Fine Brothers Entertainment and the React Channel. Now this is one that actually. I don't want to say it was the first one I subscribed to because I'm not sure. Okay. But I know that this is the channel that exposed me to a lot of other channels. So the Fine Brothers Entertainment slash React. If you've ever seen one of those uh, kids react to a rotary telephone or uh, adults react to Kanye West or, you know, things like that. That's from these guys, the Fine Brothers, Rafi and Benny Fine, who are two brothers who have created kind of this empire and they have, I mean, they've created original web series. They've actually got on TV a couple times. Like they have a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Like they're always trying to create and do more stuff. But their channels, uh, they actually have a post every day. Like these other channels, wow. like Mark Rober with Anna mm-hmm. Pensino and the Slow Mo guys, it's a couple times a month. But every day you're going to get something new from the Fine Brothers, whether it be on the Fine Brothers channel or the React channel. Uh, they have, uh, oh, let me look at the subscribers here. Seventeen million subscribers. And oh, I'm surprised it's only that amount. Well, that's the one channel. The okay. React channel has another nine, so they're just over twenty million subscribers. Okay. Well, yeah, twenty-five million subscribers. I can't do math. <laughs> Somewhere in there, sure, sure, something. Uh, but they, uh, so they have a ton of views on a ton of channels, and they do a lot of different things. Like a lot of them, like they have challenges, like the try not to laugh challenge, or try not to awe challenge, or try not to get mad challenge. As much as I say I hate these guys, their try not to laugh challenges are the only ones that really like. I'll watch them, and I actually kind of laugh. I, I always challenge my wife to these. My mm-hmm. kids know as much because this is this channel can get pretty PG thirteen. You can tell when it is and when it isn't. Though. And I'll, I'll explain how though, because if the kids are reacting, they're gonna keep it PG or G. Yeah. If the teens are or adults are reacting or even the elders, it can get PG thirteen, like a hard PG thirteen. They yeah. never go to R though. They always bleep stuff, but they they sometimes say things or even talk about more adult subjects or hard subjects. Like they brought up suicide on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, or mass shootings and things like that. And so, so, so these guys got into a lot of trouble two years ago because they tried to trademark the term react. They did. Well, and it was kind of this, it was kind of a misunderstanding, but not really because okay. what they wanted to do is they had this format of this channel they wanted to do. And some people were copying it like almost verbatim. Like it was there. It was the look and feel of their channel. Okay. So they tried to trademark that. And in doing so, they tried to say, okay, any react things, we're going to trademark the name react. So no one can use that. 
and the internet fought back. Oh yeah. Like they lost They're like you selfish punks. They lost tens mm-hmm. of thousands of subscribers and uh they had to end up putting an apology video up. They backed off on that. They weren't they decided they weren't gonna do it anymore. But that was early 2016 or 2017. But by May, they'd already earned their subscribers back. Like, they, okay, people, people have kind of started coming back to them and they do a smart thing, too, where they kind of show the whole crew. So like as they're doing it, they have. OK, I just want to read through these kids react, teens react, elders react, YouTubers react, adults react, college kids react and staff reacts. And so they have their staff come on. So you get to know the people in the staff and they become kind of like celebrity suits. So and I start to know the 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 interviewees by name. Like I'll say, like, Oh, that's that? Jordan. I thought she's hilarious. People they have on the show. Yeah. And like yeah. The, the elders, I love the yes. elders when they come on, they always make me laugh and they're always reacting to stuff. And this is actually the channel. I, that keeps me up on current memes and events. Like I just watched one today. Hey, maybe uh, I, I know a guy who's oh. part of our show that should probably watch this. He knows about memes. <laughs> Jacob, what are memes? Exactly. Memes. Memes. Uh, memes. I, just, I just watched one today about, uh, fake Instagram models where they have models on Instagram who are created by CGI, but they look <gasps> realistic. No way. Yeah. And they have a couple channels who that's, that's their whole shtick is that they're fake, but no one knows they're fake because they look so real. Wow. So like, and uh, like different trends and things like that are popular videos. A lot of what I get gets from this channel and they'll bring on YouTubers. And that's actually where I found Rosanna Pensino and a okay. couple other people that I watch was through them being on this channel, reacting to other things. Like Lindsay Sterling was on it once. She's been on a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, it's Maybe. kind of fun to watch, but they have like kids react to eating snails and things like that, which is just fun to watch. Other ones I like, uh, Oh, I watched last of us. I watched the entire last of us game on this channel as they did a let's play. They did it. In yeah. Life. I saw they that. Did that too. Oh yeah. They, did, they did the last of us and it was amazing. It was trying and, not to cry. Right. For no, the, no, like they, they, they did the entire game, the entire game. They played the entire game. Not in one sitting. Like I was watching, I literally was watching 25 to 30 minute videos every week of like sections Jeez. of the game. So is it someone playing it or someone giving commentary while playing it? No, it's multiple people playing the game and then they intercut it together. So like you see different people do different things at different parts, but it's all following the same story. And it's story. worth watching. It's not taxing to watch. It, for me, I really Sounds enjoyed taxing. it. Like yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I also, what another game? I've watched a couple games on Let's Plays through there. But Last of Us was one where I, at the end, I was like, I was caught up in the emotion of the game, even though I'd never played it. Okay. So it was pretty amazing to watch. So what you're saying is like, it's so varied. This channel has so much for you. Yeah. There's so much, there's so many different things to see on this channel, whether it be people reacting to stuff. It's or, so polished though. But, and well, it is, it's very, it's very for better well, or worse. It's well produced. Yes. Like they, they put a lot of effort into doing it. But they also do like sketch comedy sometimes. Um, they do cartoons. Like they do, uh, they did a G-rated Fight Club once. Oh. It was like an animated version. Okay, That's I'll watch that. Tent. Sure. They did an R-rated Harry Potter, which wasn't R-rated. They still bleep the stuff. But so they kind of have these different skits that they'll do on the Fine Brothers channel. But the React is really kind of where the bread and butter is. Okay. And, and the challenges. So Fine Brothers Entertainment or React. Either one of those channels, you'll get this kind of stuff. All right. Uh, should we do some honorable mentions before yes. we do our final one? Let's do honorable Let's mentions. Jake, do you watch YouTube at all? You know, I normally watch it for functional things or for... Like to fix something in the house and you're like, okay, that's how you do that. Oh, well, for I sure. I do, for I do that. that crap all the time, yeah. actually. But, you know, no, like learning something, picking something up. Uh, yeah, I do it for all sorts of training things, understand how stuff works. I also do it for inspirational stuff. So I listen to talks and things like through okay. YouTube constantly, actually. That's probably the thing I use it most for. For me, like the biggest thing I use YouTube for is for playing like movie soundtrack or movie scores and soundtracks mm-hmm. just while I'm working. Yeah. 
Yeah. I primarily use it for these channels. Oh, you do? Literally. Okay. Like every every day I'll kind of see what's new and what's going on. Like I said, Prime Brothers is almost every day. And like I said, you don't have to watch all of them. Like I saw one come up that was political and I was like, I don't want to watch that one. Mm-hmm. So you don't. It's okay. No yeah. big deal. Because okay. you don't, there's not like a continuous story through these. They're, they're just, you know, standalone, each it one makes of them. Sense. I'm curious about a couple that you guys haven't mentioned, but I'm going to hold off in case okay. it's your, yeah. So yeah. for honorable mentions, I just have a, a handful here. So number one is I won that is really new. It started in April 2017. It's called Diversity in Comics. It's a very controversial channel, but it's all about this guy, really bland voice guy who reads comic books and kind of rips apart the um, community because everyone is so like, PC this is why it's controversial and he's like no give comic fans what they want like quit trying to destroy this medium and it's he's kind of entertaining then he has 84,000 subscribers also Epic Battles of History, which is this kind of defunct channel too. Now they're taking a break. So their last video, they did like an update like hey, how's it going everybody a year ago, but the end of 2016 was their last actual rap battle but they'll do like rap battles between darth vader and hitler yes uh, steve job versus bill gates yes uh rick grimes versus walter, walter white. white when were they quit uh, doc brown versus doctor one, Who. one of them had a baby and was kind of back to family time and the other one wanted to try a different project so they were taking a break hmm. it is strong pg-13 sometimes are yes yeah, sometimes are which is funny because it's like cheesy sort of utah type comedy because it's so geeky it is but then it's vulgar at the same time very very vulgar but it's i feel like it's very clever these guys are talented as tacky as this channel is because it's super tacky uh, they have 14 million subscribers. I would love it because I think they did season five or six was their last one. I, 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 every time these ones came out, because their seasons maybe go for three months and they do a video like I think every week or every other week, this would be destination watching for me. Epic rack battles of history. Yeah, and their videos were like four to five minutes long. Nice. Who won? Who's, Who's next? next? Uh, also, there's a newer channel started June 2017. It's called Clean Prince Gaming. And this guy, he'll just do, his videos are about 16, 17 minutes, but it's video essays about video games, about new and older video games, and just about maybe like the death of a series mm-hmm. or why a ser- series is doing so well. Like he, his biggest video is how and why I quit GameStop because so many YouTubers are just there. They hate gamers are just, they hate GameStop, the store right. so much. Also, he's done a few on God of War. So obviously that appeals to me. And then lastly. Because you're the God of War. Obviously. Sure, sure. Yeah. Boy. And lastly, the channel is not called this, but it's the only thing I watch on the channel, but the Honest Trailers. With Screen Junkies. Screen Junkies. Yeah. They have 6.5 million subscribers. Honest Trailers. They probably lost a lot last year when there were some issues. There were some issues with, with some the, personalities with the, in the channel. Yeah. Well, one, one of the big, one of the head guys mm-hmm. on the channel got in trouble. He was accused of some inappropriate behavior. Yes, he was. So they kicked him off and they're trying to regroup and reform. But I used to watch movie fights a lot. And I hate all the personalities on the show, but... You hate Hal Rudnick? Bye-bye. But the honest trailers, they get me. Like, there's some that are not as mean as they should be. There's some that are... Did you just watch the Hook one that just came out? Yes, I did. Of course I did. So for me, this is Destination Viewing. Every Tuesday, they come out with a new honest trailer. Really, really enjoy it. And those are my honorable mentions. Oh, man. They've uh, got, they're clever, too. They have good insights. They are clever. Yeah. So uh, one of the ones I have kind of as honorable mention is movie clips trailers, which is just movie trailers. As the movie trailers come out, this is where I go. So I have it in my YouTube feed where every time a new trailer comes out, it's just in my YouTube feed. Oh, fantastic. Is it like every mm-hmm. big movie or every trailer ever? Because <sighs> there's, there's, there's some like low budget movies. That there's there's random ones on there, too. Okay. They, they, they do a whole variety. I will say sometimes they don't differentiate between red, brand, red band and green band trailers. Okay. So sometimes I'm watching it with my kids in the room and a word comes out and I'm like, no, 
Screen Junkies I do have on there because I do enjoy Honest Trailers Mm -hmm. Uh, and some of the other stuff, but mostly just Honest Trailers. Uh, Cinefix, if you haven't watched Cinefix, Kent, uh, Film Geek Discussions. Like this is highbrow film geek geek, geek discussions. Why don't I know this? I don't know because they do some, one of my favorite ones, and this is one you may like, is uh, What's the Difference? Well, they'll talk about the book and the movie and then like, what's the difference? So like they did Fight Club. Yeah. And they oh, did, fantastic. They, and they talk about the differences between the book and the movie. And mm. it's all done in kind of this, like they're funny. They're, they're actually kind of funny about that. it too. So, I mean, they're obsessed with the third man, which I think is ridiculous. But oh, okay. So they are like film geeks, like Criterion sure. Collection worshiping film geeks. Okay. But at the same time, they have a sense of humor and I really enjoy Cinefix. So that's Cinefix, C-I-N-E-F-I-X. Uh, also mental floss, random facts and trivia, always fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do, they used to do shorter series, but now they do like these like 30 minute like binges. Like today's one was on, uh, bears. So they talked about Chicago bears, actual bears, gummy bears, and like they kind of just did the whole random facts. It was just fun to, it's I like, ones like uh, 58 random facts about this and this and this. Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of, it's like they kind of just, it's more like a history lesson, but in a, it presented in a very quick paced, fun manner. It's the way the internet um, needs to be. Honestly. What's his name? John green. John oh green? yeah. He's, he's the main guy on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so him and his, his team will do these videos. So that's mental floss. Uh, uh, he, she, or he's he, uh, how it should have ended. Oh, Hishi. Hishi. I love that channel. It's uh, fun to watch. They show these all alter- miss. Uh, I love them. Like almost everyone animate their animated versions of what c- could have happened in a movie. Yes. And it's always very entertaining. It's very superhero cafe. Fantastic. Villains pub. Awful. I like villains pub. Ugh. And then, okay. Shmo Yoho get songify the news, bad lip reading, uh, cinema sins. I put on there. It's a guilty pleasure. Cause mm. man, they, they cross the <laughs> line so much. But I don't, I, don't, I don't take it offensively as you in the sense of I don't really take it as criticism. I take it as just funny commentary. Yeah. But some people get upset about it. It's just annoying. It's so nitpicky. And then finally, Red uh, Cars and Water, which is also known as Red Hot Nickel Ball. What? Excuse me? Well, they will take a, a ball, a metal ball made of oh, nickel. Oh, yeah. They will, super, they will put fire on it until it's red hot and they will put it on things. That's and let it melt through. Let it melt through. That's red hot huh. nickel ball. <laughs> no, it's awesome. To. That's pretty simple. Well, you really like these like mechanical ones. I well, no, I, I do. I enjoy kind of the sciencey ones and the tech ones. And well, like a couple weeks ago, you were telling us how the videos you fall asleep to. <laughs> I fell asleep once. <laughs> yeah, you fell asleep once grinding to a grind. It was oh, whoa. That sounds bad. <laughs> well, no, it was like a, it was like a, a metal grinder, like a car grinder, and they were putting stuff in there. And yeah. I was watching it. It was so soothing to watch things just get demolished. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. Well, and I yes, used to watch Sleep to Destruction. Well, we talked before about channels I can't unsubscribe to. Julian Smith was one of my favorite YouTubers for Comedy the longest channel. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did sketches like uh, Hot Kool Aid and Malk, uh, Eat Randy, uh, Techno Jeep. Actually, Eat Randy's one of my favorite songs, along with Racist Coffee, and I'm reading a book. And Randy from work hates Eat Randy so so I know. much. <laughs> but I I loved his channel, but now he's kind of gone off the rails and his videos aren't as good. But I still subscribe to him. I just don't watch any of his new uh, videos. I've always found it so annoying. And then Art- Mr. Arturo Trejo was one of those uh, family vloggers, but with like a, a twist. He hmm. was very weird. Like he would make up stuff about his family as he was doing it, and it was always very very funny to watch. But now he runs a successful taco restaurant in Vegas. So, but Arturo, okay. interesting sequel. Yeah. So there you go. There's my honorable mentions. And now, wow, let's get to our number one. My let's do it. number one pick is all about film. <laughs> what? We are shocked. Jesus Blown away. Shocked, I tell you. Somebody picked me up from the floor. So this one is called Lessons from the Screenplay. They have uh, just over 827,000 followers or subscribers 
only 32 videos, average amount of views on each video. That is video. not many videos. Right, exactly. Average, because it takes a while to create these essays. Average views on each video is about 500,000, and the videos are 12 minutes average. So very digestible. Okay. Yeah, 12 minutes isn't too bad on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, so this one is created by an American filmmaker named Michael Tucker. He analyzes movie scripts. So remember the every frame... What was the every other? frame... Uh, every frame uh, of painting, painting yeah. is all about how a film is, is structured, how it looks. This one is all about the screenplay. But you would be so surprised at This how is your number one pick. It's my number one pick. It is so insightful. So he analyzes movie scripts to see like why they're so good at telling their stories, the best video they have. And I want to go over like my honorable mentions for this guy. The best video is called, I mean, no surprise for me, The Dark Knight, Creating the Ultimate Antagonist. Kent is full of surprises tonight. Oh, yes. yes. This video is all about the Joker and how he basically creates Batman and how... He lost to Lex Luthor. He probably talks about that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He does. Those freaking mech suits. (laughs) They they get in the way in the flamethrowers, and yeah, there's so much. But it talks about the Joker, and like, we all love the Joker. Like, that's an easy thing. You watch a 12-minute video about the Joker, sure. But like, he plays the Joker's music as he's talking about how, why he's such a great villain, how he's written precisely Mm -hmm. And what you're not even seeing in the movie, but how it's even he walks into a room and how Heath Ledger portrays it based on the script. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, I will watch this movie right now based on this 12 minute video. Some of the other movies uh, he's talked about are Ex Machina and it's called The Control of Information. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how you're watching the movie and you're being told certain things, but the main character is being told certain things and you're being lied to. But you don't know it. This sounds a lot like Cinefix. Okay, good. I I really need to subscribe to that. they They do a lot of this kind of analysis. Okay. Um, And then, for example, there's also like Collateral, the Tom Cruise movie, and it's called The Midpoint Collision. And it's all about how the characters change at a certain point. Yeah. And one gets stronger and one gets weaker. It's so fascinating. Memento telling a story in reverse. Obviously, these are my kind of movies. Nightcrawler, empathy for an antihero. But then there's also what makes Ghostbusters Ghostbusters? Or why is Independence Day so great? Mm -hmm. So he'll go for like bigger, bigger movies and be like, look, let's talk about why this is such a classic movie. And he's like, also film geeks, let's talk about Gone Girl. Yeah. Something like that. So these... This thing, it's so great. If you really, like, I've always wanted to write a screenplay, but been too lazy to do so. But I would like to follow the rules. And what he'll do is he'll draw from, like, authors or, like, uh, screenwriters and take from their books and say, this is how this movie does this theme so well. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I ever wrote screenplays, like, I would like to, like, learn from this and, yeah, use these factors. So, lessons from the screenplay. I'm sorry, I have, to, I have to go with film once again. No, it's fine. But it's what I do. No, that's actually, I, I'm intrigued by that one. Yeah. What's that one? What would you, what would you rate that one? Oh, PG-13. Cool. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to subscribe to that one because I do enjoy writing and I do enjoy movies. All right, Joel. And that sounds a lot like Cinefix. Like Cinefix a lot of times does like the art of the scene where they'll talk about like that the coin flip scene in No Country for Old Men and they'll just analyze that one scene and okay. how it works or they'll do the top five uh, uh what was it? Oh, it was like they were doing camera usage, top five pans, top five zooms. Okay. Like they were doing this whole thing. But yeah. no, honestly, like Jake, you should watch some of these videos. There's one he does. I'm super tempted, actually, just from what you said. Every frame of painting. I, yeah, I'm kind of in. There's one about Hitchcock and there's this, this scene where he talks about how characters stand in a room and sometimes they sit, sometimes they stand, sometimes they stand at a certain point in the room. And it's all about uh, diversion of power. Like who holds mm. the power at what point? And it's so purposeful. I what love we see on like screen. That. So definitely what was the name check of the these again? out. So this one is Lessons from the Screenplay. Lessons from the Screenplay. I'm going to have to look that one up. And you said they don't publish regularly? Yeah, it's 32 videos. It's probably one a month. Okay. Yes. All right. 
because that's uh yeah so like i said my my other ones like the mark rober and the slow-mo guys and Arizona Pencil that a couple times a month fine brothers is every day and then there's my number one Good Mythical Morning. Okay. I am going to talk about Rhett and Link and the Good Mythical Morning, which publishes... They, they Good Mythical Morning airs every weekday. And every morning, literally, guys, I look forward to this. Like, it's my getting ready routine where I will be getting ready. I'll put on Good Mythical Morning and have it playing as I'm getting ready. But are they just smug? No. Can't, I was going to say this. and Because I don't know why may, I've never been drawn to this, this Maybe YouTube they channel. are. Maybe they are. And I'll tell you why. Because if I were to say Bacon Sale was a YouTube channel, the closest thing it would mirror it, I would say it would be Good Mythical Morning. Oh, now I have to like them. <laughs> like, honestly, that's how I feel. Like, I watch these things and I'm like, like, they did, just recently, they did a snack bracket where they did uh, multiple snacks like Doritos and popcorn and they whittled it down in the bracket style format to see what was the ultimate I snack. I love it. I um, do love that. I want to do that show now. Yeah, that, let's well, do it. I actually, I see some things and I'm like, we could do that. Uh, they do other shows like Willet. They have a whole Willet series like Willet Taco. Or Will like Willet Ice Cream Sandwich. Willet Ice Cream Sandwich. They did on on uh, uh, Tonight Show, didn't they? What does that mean? mean? Willet? So they do Willet Taco and then they'll like take something and then turn it into a taco and see if it works. Uh, okay, okay. And it's, it's hilarious because it gets progressively worse as it goes on. Like, for example, uh, so Rhett is the taller one. Link is the one with the glasses. But Rhett is, he hates like blood Rhett and Link. Yeah, I've heard of these guys. Yeah, Rhett and yeah, Link. Yeah. And so they always end up putting like congealed blood in one of the dishes at some point, and he's That's just horrified awesome. by it. Uh, they've eaten many weird things, so you can relate that to that, Kent. Yeah. Uh, they have like things like that. They'll also rate foods. where like They did a whole uh, section on Disneyland foods where they said, okay, we have one to six here. Let's eat all the famous Disneyland foods and put them in ranking of one to six. But they're just really, a good one. They're really talented guys. And the thing, I, one of the things I love about them is that they've been friend, best friends since first grade. Aw, like they Tender. met, they met in first grade when they both got held in from recess, and then they uh, they drew uh, mythical creatures like while they were sitting in detention, basically, and so that became like Good Mythical Morning, the Mythical Crew, like that's really? the whole theme of it. But they've been best friends ever since. Like they have pictures of them together as kids and as teens, and it's so funny to see like how awkward they were back then because they went into college and both of them were engineers, like they were going towards the engineer path. Okay. And then they, after college, uh, they both left to become YouTubers and then they became super successful. They have around 20 million subscribers across three different channels and they earn about, I think it said, estimated earnings around 8 million a year. Oh, man. Each wow. episode of, of Good Mythical Morning generally gains over 2 million views. And these are 10 to 15 minute videos, each okay. one of them. And it's just like a morning talk show. And I really do watching every morning. Now, Rhett and Link, they have a separate channel, Rhett and Link where they do music videos and sketch comedy and things like that. Like they did uh, Breaking Bad, the high, uh, high junior high musical of Breaking Bad. Awesome. Which was hilarious. I used to watch them when they were commercial kings. Yes, they did. That's how they got started was doing commercials yeah. for people. And they had their most random commercials and jingles. So, so Jake, basically what would they, they would get hired by, let's say, a furniture store or let's say Salt Lake Community College Cosmetology School. Mm -hmm. And they get hired to do a commercial and they would make it the cheesiest 1980s commercial you'd ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> they'd create a jingle. They'd have people like try to act in the commercial and they are cringeworthy, but on purpose. Uh, yeah. That's and awesome. well, that's the funny thing about it is they do these random challenges. Like I just found one today that I didn't know about and it made me laugh so hard was that in September of 2012, they uploaded a video of themselves singing All Night Long by Lionel Richie mm -hmm. for 11 hours, for an entire night. They sang yeah. All Night Long, All Night Long. That makes and me sick. 
So they, 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 they compressed into like a four minute video, but it was just one of those videos I was watching going, this is so funny because they're just walking around the city with this little boom box playing all night long and singing to people. And then people are dancing and singing with them. And it was just one of those fun videos. I went, how did I not know about this? Oh, um, but like the Red and Link channel, like there's songs on there that we have as, on heavy rotation in my house, like uh, my belly button. They sing a song about my belly button. Uh, they sing a song about their favorite how did, pillow. How does that one go, Joel? The belly button one? Yeah. It's my belly button, my belly, belly button. I won't pretend like it's nothing because my belly, belly button's really, really something. It's about guys, it's about guys who, <laughs> it's about two guys who discover they have to keep going. <laughs> something I want to show to you. But it's about two guys who discover they have belly buttons as grown men. And they start singing a song about it and they end up planting trees in their belly button and that offsets their carbon footprint, so then they can like drive Hummers. It's all gets very, very random. <laughs> um, but I, I and they've been on uh, Tonight Show a couple times where they did Will It Tea, Will It S'more, and Will It Hot Dog, which is also fun to watch. But some of my favorite ones, uh, oh, there's so many good ones. But uh, they get locked in a sensory deprivation tank, which wow. was really fun to watch. Like just their reactions when they got out. They actually um, got vasectomies together. And that was a pretty entertaining uh, video. Not like together, together, like in but the same room together. They were in the same room and they were filming it. And it was pretty, it was pretty funny. It was very uncomfortable, but also very funny. They, eat, uh, they did the hottest pepper challenge, which was fun to watch. They did burritos versus tacos. One episode where they did like a kind of a high school ooh, debate format. Ooh. There's so many fun videos out there. And I just, this keep, is very bacon sailing. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. And I just, I, I just really, really enjoy this channel. And I've gone on to it way, not way too much, but really just go out there, check it out. Rhett and link. The Rhett and Link channel and the Good Mythical Morning channel, I feel, are both just high quality, and they are the ones I really get excited to watch. I'll give them a shot. I get ex- I get more excited to watch these than anything on TV right now. I get told I look like Rhett at times. Like when I have facial if hair, I get told I look like We would like be Rhett and Link. You'd be Rhett. I would be Link. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. Rhett, uh, uh, or excuse me, Link has a very bad gag reflex. Oh, perfect. Like they've actually done super cuts of him gagging on the show whenever he has to eat something <laughs> bad. Nice. He's a super picky eater too, but yeah. Okay. And, and I've gotten to know their personalities. Like I, if they came to town, I would do my best to try to see them on one of their tours because they do mythical tours. Oh, very cool. And it makes me sad right now they're on break for Good Mythical Summer, but they'll be back by the time this airs. But there's a thing called Good Mythical Summer? Yes. It's their summer show where they do just three shows a week instead okay. of uh, multiple shows and they have guest stars come on. And they have, they've had like Hollywood stars come onto the show too, which is pretty fun to watch. Like um, Ron Swanson, what is his name? Nick Offerman was on yeah. there a little bit not too long ago, and it's fun to see him on the show interacting with my YouTube family. That mm. is cool. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, YouTube. Wow. <laughs> go <Yeah>. to YouTube. <laughs> no, so we, I was going to say, we, we talked a lot about it, and really we wanted to do that because we want to kind of expose you to the world of YouTube if you didn't know about it already. And if you already do know, like, honestly, I didn't know four of Kent's uh, picks for his top five. Really? Okay, great. That I'm excited to go check out now. And I'm going to subscribe to a few of yours. Yeah, sure as you well. are. Sure you are. I am Cinefix for sure. That was an honorable mention. Yeah, but still. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed too. Let us know what your favorite YouTube channels are. If you're a YouTube subscriber or if you end up checking out any of these channels, let us know if you like them or not. We like to get your feedback that way. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll provide some links. I don't know. We'll see. Retin links. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes all around. Yeah. Yeah. We should have this list available for sure. So yeah, people we'll know put how on to yep. So you can see it there. Uh, also, you can check, you can see it on our YouTube channel as well. We actually have a YouTube channel, nothing uploaded yet, uh, but we are starting to kind of work towards uh, stuff there. So if you have ideas for what you want us to see, what we would like to see us do on a YouTube video, let us know. I do. 
But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Mid-Bell Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers and Bacon Sale on Twitter at Bacon Sale. Go find us on Instagram as well at Bacon Sale and go check out our merchandise store, tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale. And also, as we've mentioned, our uh, patron page. If you want to catch some more content that we create, we've got videos and different things that are going on there for patrons only. Uh, so go to patron.com slash Bacon Sale and uh, support Bacon Sale. Woo woo. You said Bacon Sale a lot. Bacon Sale, Bacon Sale, Bacon Sale. All right. In the meantime, uh, make sure you like and subscribe and leave a comment below. Don't get creeped out. Don't get creeped out. Don't get creeped out. Well, they probably don't even handle their own handles. That sounds funny. It's kind of great. Well. No problem, guys. I'm ready. What's up, Brozef? What's up, guys? Sorry, guys. This is just going to be me now. <laughs> is that cool? Check your pie. I always ignore Joel's children while I'm watching YouTube. I love watching Fred so much. Bleep, 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 bleep. Swear, swear, swear. Yeah. And many people are going to um, accuse me of being a hipster. I'm not sure that applies in any case, anywhere, ever. Because Kent Dunn is not a hipster. Obviously. Let's talk about Scream, baby. Sounds like a Jacob story. <laughs> yeah, it was a Jacob story. And then aliens came. What are memes exactly? Who won? Who's, Who's next? next? It was so soothing to watch things just get demolished. It's my belly button. My belly belly button. I won't pretend like it's nothing because my belly belly button's really, really something. And Ooh, I think we'll get passionate regardless. Yeah? I think so. Okay. I think that's recorded. Yeah.